Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Ooh, hello. That just felt weird. Hello. <laughs> Howdy. Oh, hello, humans. Welcome back to <laughs> What Now featuring. Greetings, fellow nerds. Butterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, bum, butterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, butterbutterbutterbum, butterbum, Hey everyone, welcome back to the Marvel What Now podcast. I'm Kurt. And I am Peyton. And today we are bringing you zombies! <laughs> oh shit, it's here. Finally, we finally get some zombies. I can't believe that they finally did this. I mean, this has been such a huge uh, uh, comic series for a while. I mean, it ran for like years. It's been this, this super popular kind of universe, one of the many universes in the Marvel Comics world. So it was cool that they went there with this one. I, I was digging it. I got to be honest. I I'm not really familiar with the zombie storyline in the comics, so I went into this not like expecting anything or, or thinking, you know. Yeah, having any idea what I was going to see, um, but I was really excited for it. I'm not super into the zombie genre. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite movies, but it's not, you know, it's satirical. And uh, so I'm I'm not like an expert on zombies, but I was just really excited to see what they did. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even super familiar with the comic storyline either. I mean, again, it's, I mean, come on, it's pretty basic. I mean, regardless of, I think it's like Sentry, maybe, who is the person who brings the the virus to the planet and then you know chaos ensues so i do like that they again just i think this is going to be a continuing thing that we see with what if throughout no matter what comic story i mean they this is just a comic story that they took and lifted and then they just inserted it into like the mcu like they placed it at the time like right before infinity war endgame started here we go so i i see them continuing this path of always taking moments from the MCU mixed with doing these like what if kind of plot lines. Yeah, it just kind of like keeps it fresh. And I, I thought this episode was so much fun. And uh, this, I would say the season's sort of been like very story rich. And in this one, I think there was a story half the time I didn't remember. I was like, wait, why are they trying to go to this place? And um, which was totally fine because it was just a fun, like absurd horror-inspired episode. It was uh, it was so much fun. There's so many moments to talk about. <laughs> I love how they're like, I guess in a way, like symbolically, it is them also just like moving past it of like every time <laughs> Iron Man has been mentioned in this show, it's like he gets killed in the first five seconds or like he's already dead or he's at a horrible death. <laughs> he's not even alive yet. Like they're, they're totally just like, okay, Iron Man's done. We're done with him. Moving on, moving on. He's out of here. <laughs> like I feel like Tony always gets the like, you know, the step on the rake moment. <laughs> like, here I am. <laughs> right in my face. I mean, Cap literally gets cut in half by his own shield. <laughs> by my boy, who we also get a wonderful shower shot of Mr. Barnes this time. <laughs> and you, you texted me, you were like, oh, God, Bucky in the shower. And I was like, I already saw it. Dead, dead. <laughs> I was like, Peyton is not ready. I just love that they're like playing into the whole Sebastian Stan, like, fandom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when he's got that long hair, oh my lord, just dreaming, my lord. 
<laughs> assassinate me <laughs> and oh my god and then we're just let's just jump all over the place but for, i mean got, yeah for sure we got a uh, scott lang going full-blown futurama mixed <laughs> with harry I potter should... <laughs> <laughs> the, the cape you know they introduced that cape back in that damn dr strange movie and ever since then that cape is like I feel like it's my spirit. <laughs> I feel like that character is like who I am as a person in real life. Like, I just love how they always use the cape in like the most like kind of like annoying ways to stop. Like when it prevents a thing instead of like, it, you know, it's like ties Dr. Strange's hands and then like, you know, flips him in a weird pretzel position. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> this, it's kind of like a comedy of, you know, just comedy of just like, just, just a slapsticky kind of, you know, slipping on banana peel situation. And I want that cape more and more and more. <laughs> it's totally just a cross between the flying carpet from Aladdin mixed with uh, R2-D2. <laughs> I love that it does have its own personality, though. I mean, we're, we're talking about this cape here for 20 minutes, but that's just like one of the, we're talking about the cape in the damn zombie zombie show. Uh, I, I would say about this episode, just to kind of get it out of the way, the first that I would say that I liked this one the least of all the ones so far, but I don't necessarily say that in like that I was unfulfilled by this episode. You, you had said just a second ago, and I think it's a key word and I completely agree with for what I took from this episode is it was just it was fun. It just was like fun and silly and, you know, I mean, it followed in that same kind of zombie trope thing where it's like of course somebody that we know is going to get bitten and they certainly weren't afraid to fly through the cast which i thought was super cool and it was a lot of the kind of like the secondary characters that were kind of carrying forward and it just was just a blast of fun i completely agree with you i think one of my favorite things about this episode was like i always love in the movies when they do those like character combos like iron man you know iron man shoots a cap shield he deflects it or thor you know smashes cap shield um, I always love those kind of like power combos and we get a little bit more in that with this episode. I love it. Like when um, Ebony Maw is talking, <laughs> he's giving a speech, a little portal opens up behind his head and it's just Iron Man and it's not even a giant portal. It's just big enough for him to get his arm through, <laughs> and he just shoots him right in the back of the head. <laughs> I will never get tired of, again, that same, it's that juxtaposition of like Ebony Maw with his like grandiose Shakespeare. Like I feel like it's like decrepit jeremy irons or something like it's just like <laughs> you know what i mean like and then to have him like completely like fall on his face banana peel always always going to be um uh effortlessly fulfilling <laughs> <laughs> oh man even the way they introduced the zombie it was just so much fun like with the avenger showing up and you get Bruce Banner cheering him on, and he's like, "All right, guys, that's like a bit excessive." Hell yeah, here we go. <laughs> I oh man, I wish we would have gotten Thor in this episode. Like it, it, it wouldn't have made sense story wise, but um, oh man, he would have been fun to see as a zombie. I know. I would imagine. I, I love that. Like the zombies seemingly retain their like kind of motor functions in a way, so it's like. They're still after like brains and flesh, but they have the skills that they have, which is kind of what the, I felt like the episode kind of leaned into. It was like the, the it didn't really get bad until the Avengers tried to help. That's when we find out that that's like when it went bad because essentially the Avengers became the damn zombies taking over the world. Yes, I thought that was so interesting. 
I can't remember the phrasing, but it was like the Avengers joining a fight that sealed humanity's fate. And you're like, oh, fuck. That's, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. They really went there with some, like, some horror stuff. You know, like, cut off, you know, Wong's head. And then they, you know, all the stuff, all the stuff was like, you know, Vision and Scarlet Witch and Black Panther. I mean, good God, that's like season two, Walking Dead, the governor, like, here, let me keep my dead daughter and feed the (laughs) live people to her. Like, scary Vision. Vision is scary. And we got to see a little bit more scary Vision than WandaVision. And I, I, you know, there's definitely an episode coming up where, like, he is Ultron and he's like the champion of the planet or something. There's some sort of, like, merging of the two of them. So, I. Vision is always scary. So, uh, you know, you had mentioned something offline to me that I think I'd be cool that I want to make sure we mention here as well is that, like, is this stuff that we're, are we, they, they did a couple of different things here, uh, especially with Spider-Man. I mean, it's literally the first time in the MCU that he said friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, that he said it. Uh, and uh, the Uncle Ben mentioned, like, by name. Like, first times for big not necessarily maybe moments but like descriptions of things or like massive uh easter eggs for the fans coming from the show and i think that goes along with what we talked about last week that just in the way that they are taking plot points that we have known known in the past and just altering them just a little bit but still giving you enough like context to be able to know where you are when you jump into this new episode i do think that they're showing us things from movies in the future that again it may not be the i I don't think it's going to be the exact same thing as like what they're seeing in what if but like scarlet witch had some really scary moments in this in this episode too too so who knows one of my favorites well it's hard to choose a favorite shot in this episode because I feel like it was as funny as it was scary. And this moment was a bit of both, but it's when we get zombie Hawkeye uh, and he shoots an arrow literally right through Happy Hogan. (laughs) And this isn't the shot I'm referring to, but I do love the moment where he's like, I can't remember his reaction. It's just like, aw. (laughs) Like shot by an arrow and it's like, whatever. But then Hawkeye, he, he drags him into the like shadows and happy this was a great call like callback that i loved was he's wearing that uh the like power glove that tony used from Mm -hmm. civil war Mm -hmm. the little like watch that transformed into the blaster happy's using that and he's just going further and further into the shadows and then you just see him getting like smaller and smaller but you you see the lights as he's like firing and he's even saying blam blam uh it was pretty funny but i don't know just that like being dragged into dark yeah i mean again that's just like the way they they just did these like horror moments in like a funny way he's like pew 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 (laughs) as he's like (laughs) getting pulled away you know and then like you know when uh hope explodes out of share blows her up (laughs) (laughs) that's now two different ones where we've really seen uh ant-man's uh, kind of side of the world be the downfall of <laughs> the damn Avengers slash civilization. I mean, they're setting up the quantum realm to be uh, huge. I mean, they it was big in Ant Man and the Wasp, and then uh, played a huge role in Endgame. And you know, now we know Quantum Mania is coming up. Um, 
So, I mean, it's a means of time travel. There's apparently viruses that, that live in there. Um, you know, it, it could be a way that a lot of heroes in the future get their powers. So, I mean, they're, they're definitely like playing it up and bringing it back. Scott has the Wingardium Leviosa line. There's like a Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like, sorry, I cut the tension with dad jokes. Uh, you know, even the uh, there, I've read a couple of different things too that I don't know if you saw this, but <clears throat> um, the rumor is is that there's a there. I mean, I, I'm looking at the still right now that there's actually a Deadpool cameo in this this one too. Uh, it's a, it's really uh, it's just it's just real quick at one point when they're running, um, but it it definitely looks like him. Ooh, I've not seen that. got the two swords. Um, yeah, it, it looks like him. Yeah. So would that be the second appearance of a uh, Deadpool in the MCU? So far, yeah, with the cord commercial, yeah. Damn, I'm gonna have to check that out. It's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm like looking at it right now as I'm looking through my little notes pages. This is one of the things I just saw. I was like, oh my god, look, discoveries as we're recording. <laughs> we're right on top of that breaking Marvel Marvel news, baby. Coming at you live. <laughs> You know, I, this episode, I, I again, I, I it was kind of bare bones in the plot itself. I mean, it was literally just like survive. I mean, as you know, I know you said earlier, you're not a big zombie person, and I think, I think, you know, when we, in the in the early 2000s, from like 2000 to 2010, it was like vampires, and I feel like for the past decade or so, it's just been like zombies everywhere. There's 900 freaking zombies, and there's 20 shows. Walking Dead has been like, you know, you can buy Walking Dead shit at Walmart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so just, you know, my my little nine-year-old nephew's like walking dead oh god it's the coolest thing ever <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just like this cultural I, but i also feel like we're kind of like collectively just kind of tired from it you know so th- this was just to me a, a kind of a fun mid especially after the darkness of last week's episode uh i felt like this was just like a perfect just like it was very zombie landy if that makes sense like you know it was like never taking itself too seriously while also like presenting quote high stakes you know what i mean yeah i mean it's kind of a a bleak future to think that in the zombie apocalypse the only people that survive are superheroes like i there wasn't a single living character in this that wasn't i mean sharon carter's human and so is hope but you know they have like some kind of special abilities and i mean that's a pretty bleak future like for Peter Parker to be like still making quirky videos and stuff. Like, are there other humans that exist? Is it just the heroes? I, I don't know. They seem pretty optimistic to me. Yeah, I, I mean, Peter's like you know corny as Kansas in August over here. He's like, well, you know, um, Aunt May still says hope's the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like you know that's always the the thing when stories when it's like, but we have hope, and you go like, mm, but do you? <laughs> like, mm, but do you? I think so. I mean, I totally agree that this episode was just pure fun and almost like a a civil war kind of way. Like, how can we pit these heroes against each other without there being some big like civil war story behind it? It's just, oh, let's, you know, let Cap and Bucky fight again. Let's have Falcon and Hawkeye, you know, uh, and it was just so much fun. But I think one thing that I love about this show as a whole is showing how between the heroes and the bad guys and mm-hmm. how dangerous 
they both are should they switch sides or i mean you said it a couple minutes ago like vision in this episode i mean that's like yeah the governor walking dead like that's creepy shit um i mean any no one who's truly good is good and and vice versa and it's yeah you it it starts to make civil war more understandable that like they're kind of restrictions or accountability on these super powered individuals yeah who you posted on your on your uh on our on our page the other day you know who watches the watcher it's it is that it is that the watchman quote you know what i mean like when you've got these godlike beings you know riding expecting them to just do fix everything and then riding on the fact that they'll just be these like perfectly moral you know people is is that's a lot and i i I always think that it's interesting here in this show like how easy it it would be for like the you know the the world to not be saved you know it's like it's almost like re re re, in a way they're almost kind of like reiterating the point of like the fixed point situation i almost feel like the entire mcu is a fixed point like the mainline MCU storyline is like what was quote is supposed to happen because if it doesn't happen that way, all these other horrible, horrible possibilities are what happens. Do you know what I mean? I I think so. Like uh, maybe maybe there's no one path of no conflict, but it's the past the path of least conflict. And, you know, there's, there's yeah, casualties I, and, and whatnot, but it does, you know, have the best end, I guess. I don't, I don't know. And then it also, in a kind of double way, has the thing of, like, well, we always need the Avengers. Avengers always going to do everything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it still does have that kind of, like, last, last moment part of the story kind of situation. So, I thought this episode, I really don't have a ton to say in this episode, to be honest with you. I, I thought it was fun and silly, and I did it. I mean, the plot is a little paper thin, and like, you know, you had one of the things you said earlier is like kind of like bringing up these bigger questions about like maybe this world or this universe. Frankly, I didn't even care. I mean, I, there's even some things where you go, like, well, that doesn't necessarily make sense. Like, like why would Hope purposely get bigger when she knew she got killed? That, she'd be a crazy giant woman you know what i mean like just very simple things like that that you could easily maybe pick apart but like i just didn't care like that wasn't that what for this episode i didn't feel like that was anything that was important you know what i mean it was like bro we're talking about zombies and iron man and shit like just please go with it (laughs) (laughs) i man a lot of these episodes they end in a a heartbreaking way at least for from the audience because the heroes they think they they save the day and then there's the twist ending where it's like psych you know everything's gonna go to shit and we see that in this episode with you know we find out zombie thanos has gotten the infinity gauntlet and is essentially waiting for them in wakanda and you know they're bringing him the mind stone so boop, that's the end of that one we saw in the previous episode where uh, you know, like Star Lord's working with Thanos, and you know they save the day, and then boop, like Ego runs in. You know, he meets up with Peter Quill, and uh, you know the uh, Nick Fury one, where they stop the murderer, but Loki takes over Earth, and it's all—it's just always like you can save the day, 
like saving the day never really saves the day. And yeah, exactly, in, the, in exactly. these cases, it always ends terribly. I don't know, man. This one was fun. I, I, I am curious. You know, we are getting into like I think there's ten episodes this season, correct? Uh, I think nine. Nine, nine. You know, so you know we're like halfway, right over halfway, and uh, we've got these back, back, couple ones to deal with, and I, I'm just interested to see like. <clears throat> What if, uh, there you go, uh, what slash if there is anything that, like, like what, what this show is going to be at the end. If anything, if it's just going to be this kind of like, you know, uh, Uatu, sit down with me and let's look in the book of all different realities kind of like situation, like Tales from the Earth Watcher. There's going to be that kind of situation. I'm again, I'm totally fine with that too. But I'm curious to see if it has some sort of like, you know, like coalescence at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, this whole season, I've been saying that all these episodes they exist like within the same universe, and there's going to be a team up. But I, I feel like you could make those arguments up to this point. You know, there hasn't been certain like character overlaps, but then this one completely just changes that, you know, there's, there's characters that we have seen in other episodes. And so I, I don't know. I, maybe they are just all independent stories and I'm expecting them all to tie together in the end, but it will just be, uh, you know, kind of this, uh, what is it called? Like anthology series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like an anthology series. Yeah. Kind of like just like a, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it would be. Yeah, and, and I think that's what it is too. I just am curious to see if it's like. I'm also curious to see if it, you know, th- they're really covering a lot of the plots, I and mean, they've taken a lot of the bigger plots of the movies so far. Do you know what I mean? Like they've really kind of, and they've incorporated several of them in different things. So I'm, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm going here like, well, what are they going to go back to now? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's there's always the element of them doing stuff. And maybe that's the answer. Maybe they just start doing where they create entirely new things. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have rested a lot. I feel like on this episode of allowing uh, your past knowledge of the moments of wherever they start the episode or wherever they are, or even times where they jump to, you already know that as an MCU fan, because you've watched things. So it's like, even if they splice two things together, you're like, Oh, well they're here now. Uh, and it's these people this time, and this is the context. So, we'll see. I'm excited. Oh yeah, yeah. This has been this has been such a fun little experiment for them, and <clears throat> I really think that they're going to do more animation movies. I mean, Mar- for some reason, I don't, you know, Marvel's always kind of lag behind DC when these when it comes to like the animated uh, world. I mean, even just like. I mean, I can maybe think of just a couple of really good Marvel shows. You know, most of them were like, you know, 90s X-Men or it's like another version of, you know what I mean? There's just, I feel like there's never been, the, in my personal opinion, in the breadth of like quality that in terms of the animated department that like DC's put out. So I don't know if this is maybe a shift for them too. You know, maybe they're going to shift and do, maybe they can do some of these other projects. I would say probably aimed at maybe a younger audience, you know, like something like uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. You know, they could do something like that first in the in the show and then make it live action. I, I could see them kind of, you know, our, our good friend Adam, uh, shout out to our good friend Adam, you know, his son is obsessed with this show. His son's, you know, the perfect age for this stuff. So it's already like 
they already got the kids. They've already hooked them in. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so now they're just got to put out more. Yeah, I mean, we we know it's coming. They uh, and I mean, this show's got me so so excited for what they could do with the animation. I mean, some of the like set pieces they've done just within this show. Uh, I mean, it from a budget standpoint, it frees them up to tell these like much larger stories. You know, with a as big of an ensemble cast as you need it to be. So diverse I, locations and powers and shit. Yeah, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm, I agree. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, there's just so much they can do, and I, I couldn't be more excited. That's that's all I can say. Same. I'm ready to go on the ride. Take take us, Spikey. Take us on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Kevin. <laughs> do uh, have they announced next week's episode yet? I don't think so. No, uh, no. Usually they they put because they kind of on like Monday they release like press stuff because that you know this week yeah. they put that like the like it was like actually on the official accounts and stuff. I mean we've known this episode was coming, but when it was that you know they usually do it on Mondays ish. So I, I haven't seen anything myself about uh, what is next week, but I obviously could be incorrect. Hmm. So let's see, we got five episodes down, at least four left. We know we've got uh, the one with Killmonger and Tony. Uh, Gamora, where she's kind of like Thanos, and then the Ultron one as well. Would that leave one more to be the the team up? Potentially, or, potentially. Or what if it's the beginning? Of, what if it's not necessarily like a team up, but just more of like uh, an incursion point? Like, I yeah, I mean, like you and Nexus I bet, point. You and I bet that from the beginning, and I think that that is exactly what it um, will be. Yeah. Well, looking forward to it. We will be there. We'll be there with bells on, baby. <laughs> well, Peyton Conley, always a pleasure. Kurt, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, would you like to let everybody know we've got some other stuff coming out this week? I'd like to plug this website again. So fill the audience in, baby. <laughs> I know you're just waiting for all this information. So we just launched a website. You can check us out at marvelwhatnow.com. We've got all kinds of articles on there, breaking down some trailers. Uh, Peyton, check out Peyton's article. He does a, a great little talk on why uh, or how he thinks X-Men could be introduced to the MCU. Highly recommend that. And it's also just got some of our other projects so you can keep up with all of our original art. And yeah, check us out. Uh, would love for you guys to read the articles. Also, uh, with What Now Pops on Instagram, so you can follow more of our custom Funko Pops that we make. Uh, what else? We've got so much going on. And we've got one more episode coming up this week. Uh, it's going to be on the brilliant and dazzling. It was everything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Shang-Chi. We've got that one coming up as well. Our review on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, so be be sure to uh, look out for that. And yeah, we've got lots going on. Busy, busy, Can't busy. wait, man. Me neither. We're doing it. Same spider time, same spider channel next week, baby. <laughs> we will see you there. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. 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 Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Marvel What Now podcast. This is Kurt. 
For more theories and custom artwork, you can follow on social media at Marvel What Now. And I am Peyton, and for more pictures of me shirtless and just general buffoonery, you can find me on Instagram at P for the number Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N. Be sure to like and subscribe at the bottom, and we will see you when we see you, because we owe you nothing. <laughs>